One out of every five students, which is 20%, reports being bullied. Do you know how many students skip school because they are afraid of being bullied? 160,000 students on average skip school every day because they are afraid of being bullied. Hi, my name is Shlomo Solson, and I'm here to inspire you to overcome your challenges in life so you can create your underdog story and leave your impact. I'm the founder of Teenage Impact. I'm the author of the book, Never Fight Alone. And I'm also a youth motivational speaker. I talk to middle schools and high schools about how I overcame 15 years of bullying, how I turned my greatest weakness and insecurity, which was speaking, into now my greatest gift I provide to people. If you don't know about my new book, Never Fight Alone, if you're watching this from a video, you can see my two uh, hardcover and my paperback version are in the back. If you haven't purchased my new book, Never Fight Alone, I released it a little bit over a month ago, and it's 51 inspiring interviews on what different people have gone through in their life, how they were able to overcome their struggles, and how you can too. It gives valuable tips on how you can improve your mental health and change your life. Today, I'm going to talk about something I hold dear to my heart, a topic I find extremely, extremely important. So listen up. It's about bullying. It's Bullying Prevention Awareness Month. And this is something I haven't talked about at all. I've slowed down my videos. I've slowed down my podcast. It's because I've picked up a lot of my speaking engagements. But I created this video to make you aware of what bullying is. What are the effects of bullying and how we can prevent bullying from happening to ourselves, to other people in our classrooms. A lot of what I'm going to be talking about today is not just stuff I make up. It's not just stuff based off of my own experience and my own opinion. Some of it will be that, but a majority will be facts, will be research that people have done for years, for decades. Some of the stuff I will be reading off because I don't want to I don't want to miss anything like certain statistics, certain research, certain exact definition. Um, so there will be parts of this episode where I will I will be reading off a piece of paper because I just don't want to mess anything up. I'm going to first start off with what bullying is. And according to Centers for Disease Control Prevention and the Department of Education in 2014 is the very first time that there is a federal definition of what bullying is. And there are three key components. It is unwanted aggressive behavior, observed perceived power imbalance, and last but not least, repetition or likelihood of repetition. Bullying can come in several different forms. Bullying could be 
physical bullying, a lot of people perceive bullying as just physical bullying, but there's so much more to bullying than just hitting someone, whether it's an arm. I used to always come home with bruises on my arm, but that's only one form of bullying. The other forms of bullying is verbal bullying. This is very common when someone is constantly trying to point out your flaws or the things that are wrong with you. It can be spreading rumors about someone else that may or may not be true. It could be uh, cyberbullying, maybe spreading rumors online, maybe making fun of someone online, maybe spreading a picture of some, an embarrassing picture of someone online. It could be it could be destroying someone else's property, like their school supplies or their backpack. And last but not least, it can be excluding from someone um, from a group, whether it's at a lunch table, whether it's at a classroom, wherever it is. These are the different forms of bullying. According to National Center for Educational Statistics, bullying can literally happen anywhere. Let's see, bullying can happen, 43% of bullying happens in the hallway or stairwell at school. 42% of bullying happens in the classroom. 27% of bullying happens either in the cafeteria or outside the school. 22% of bullying happens online. 12% happens in the bathroom or by the lockers, and 8% of bullying happens on the school bus. One out of every five students, which is 20%, reports being bullied. Do you know how many students skip school because they are afraid of being bullied? 160,000 students on average skip school every day because they are afraid of being bullied. People can get bullied for all sorts of reasons. It could be for physical appearances. It could be how they sound. It can be whether or not they are good at school. It can be how much money their family has. It can be their religion. It can be their ethnicity. It can be their gender. It can be uh, their disability, whatever it is. People get bullied for all sorts of reasons. And there are three types of bees in bullying. The bullier, the person being bullied, and the bystander. According to UNE SEO Institute of Statistics, one third of global's youth is bullied. And the two main factors of being bullied in a wealthy country Number one is low socioeconomic status. And number two is immigrant born youth. What are the effects of bullying? Well, it can take a toll on someone's mental health and physical health. I remember when I was bullied for many, many years, it broke my confidence. And it took years of deliberate action to fix the broken pieces. Students who experience bullying are at an increased risk of depression, anxiety, suicide, 
sleep difficulties, dropping out of school, low academic achievement, and even bullying others. That's just some of the risk factors of someone being bullied. Being bullied, especially after a certain amount of time over a certain number of years can make someone insecure about themselves. It can, it can make them feel like there's something wrong with them. Many times, people who are bullied after a certain amount of time usually blame themselves. I want to tell you my story on bullying before I go into what we can do as a society to stop this. I was bullied for 15 years of my life. I was bullied for all sorts of different reasons. I was bullied. People called me ugly. People said I would never have a girlfriend. I wasn't athletic. I was always the last one chosen when playing sports. I remember my mom would even make me wear this big, white, ugly bicycle helmet to play tag American football so I wouldn't get hurt. People bullied me for my ethnicity and my religion. Mom is born in India. My dad was born in Pakistan, has siblings born in Israel. I was born in the United States, so I'm an Indian Pakistani Jew. But the, the reason I was bullied for the most was how I spoke. English wasn't my first language, Marathi was. And I would go to speech therapy class for seven years. It would be embarrassing. I remember being pulled out of class just so I could be put in this program to help me speak properly. Then I had to make up the classwork later on. Same thing goes with ESOL class. I was in ESOL class, which stands for English Second Language. I constantly had to repeat myself every couple minutes. People made fun of me the first 15 seconds of any presentation. People told me I wasn't funny. People said I should stop telling stories. So what did I do? I just became shy. I stopped participating in group discussions because I knew I was just going to get laughed at for how I spoke. People perceived me as shy. I just never spoke. And my confidence was at an all-time low. Sometimes I would even come home with bruises on my arm, crying making the biggest mistake, telling my parents, forcing my parents not to say anything because I thought the bully was going to bully me even more if I told the teacher or if I told the bus driver. So I put up with it day after day, week after week, year after year, 15 years. And it took years of deliberate action to fix the broken pieces. When you are being bullied, you are giving up your power because you're trying to impress other people that really don't like you and accept you for who you are. And it wasn't until I went to college and I surrounded myself with a select few individuals that brought out the best in me, that they didn't care if I you know, had an accident, they didn't care if I was shy, they pushed me outside my comfort zone. They were there for me during the lowest moments of my life. Yes, they made jokes. Uh, they made jokes of me, but who doesn't make jokes? But most importantly, they brought out the best of me. They complimented me more than they put me down. And that is what a loved one is supposed to be doing. And if that's not you, 
if you feel like you're constantly in a toxic relationship with friends or even family members, then we must do something about it. If you're being bullied right now and you feel like you're in a toxic friendship or in a toxic environment, here is what you can do. The first step you can actually do has nothing to do with bullying, but has everything to do with yourself. And that is to do whatever it takes to increase your confidence and pursue your purpose in life. Because when you try to become the best version of yourself every single day, you're going to find that the little things that used to bother you no longer bothers you. When I started to dress nicely, when I started to, you know, say affirmations, when I started to read, when I started to speak more, when I started to do the things that made me uncomfortable and got me outside my comfort zone, and I started to pursue motivational speaking. When people said bad things about me that they used to say 15 years ago, it no longer bothers me. When people laugh at the way I speak now, or people laugh at what I say or how I say it, I just kind of give them a smile because I know that I'm a phenomenal speaker and them saying something about me, a mean, mean thing about me actually has nothing to do with me, but has everything to do with them. Maybe they could be having a bad day. Maybe they could be having a bad month or a year. Maybe they're going through challenges in their own, own home, in their own life. I just smile and I just let it go. And some people might say something, um, but for me, I know if I say something, I may get heated. And if I get heated, it's going to ruin my mood. And if it ruins my mood, then I let whatever they're saying bothers me. So I'm at that point now when someone says something, I just smile and I just let it be. Because, and then the next minute goes by, it doesn't even bother me. And if it does bother me, it bothers me for maybe 15 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. And then I just, it kind of just goes over my head because I conditioned my mind to build so much confidence that whatever people say doesn't faze me. The worst thing you can do if someone's saying mean things to you is retaliate. Because when you show your bully, that it bothers you, that whatever they're saying hurts you, and you either show tears or you show anger or you show sadness, whatever it is, that bully for some reason gets excitement and joy from you showing emotion. So if you don't show any emotion, you are in the control. Because as soon as you show emotion to that bully, that bully will continue on doing whatever they are doing. Also, if you are being bullied, number two, do not be the bully. A lot of times when I used to get bullied, I loved hanging out with people who used to get bullied because finally it took off, it took the attention from myself to them. So sometimes I would even participate in the name calling to them. And I remember this one time in fifth grade, uh, we were sitting at a table of five, six people, 
And there was this kid who always got picked on more than me. So I loved hanging out with him. And we all forced him to give us a dollar at the lunch table. We all went by the cookie. He told his parents, the parents told the teacher, and we got in trouble. It taught me a very valuable lesson to don't treat people the way you don't want to be treated. A lot of times bullies have problems of their own. When you go ahead and participate in bullying, it gives you a little bit of happiness, maybe 15 seconds of happiness. But the only thing that can you know, bring you long lasting happiness is yourself. So don't take 10, 15 seconds, 30 seconds out of your day that you're probably not even going to think of. It's going to make you feel better just for a little bit, but it can really ruin that person's day, month, year, and even years down the road. So do not be the bully. Now, this message is for the bystanders. The bystanders could be the teachers. It could be the parents. It could be friends. It could be someone at the lunch table. It could be someone in the classroom. It could be someone online. Look, it's easy to do nothing. It's easy, easy to be at the lunch table with all your friends and everyone's picking on this one person way too much and you say nothing. It's easy to see a comment online harassing someone. It's easy to be online and see a comment and not do anything. It's easy to be in your classroom or your school and just someone telling you that this one person did something and you didn't do anything about it. It's easy to do that. It's very hard and difficult when you stand up for someone, especially if you're like known as a cool person on campus. And when you go stick up for that someone who doesn't have a name for themselves at school or is known as that nobody or that stinky guy or, or the weird person in the classroom and you stick up for that person, you, you run the risk of ruining your reputation or other people making fun of you. But just imagine that one person always being made fun of feeling worthless, feeling hopeless. And then you go on and you step in and you telling those group of individuals, hey, you need to stop saying those mean things to that individuals. Hey, you need to back off while I get someone involved. Stop picking on that person. Just by you stepping in shows the person that, that is being bullied that someone cares, that they are not worthless. You are making a positive difference in someone's life. So if you are a bystander, step in. Because I know for me, I never stepped in. Why? Because I got bullied enough. And if I stepped in, I don't want to be bullied even more. And it was the biggest mistake I ever made in school. Because I saw a lot of people getting picked on along with me. And I just never did anything. I wish I did, but I just never did. How can educators stop bullying? You see, I, I'm not in the classroom. Um, I speak in classrooms, I speak in schools, but I'm not physically there in the classroom every single day watching these kids. But I will tell you from either my own experience or research that I have done that what you need to do, well, first of all, I know when 
I got in trouble um, for you know bullying that kid for giving us a dollar is we were sent to the counselor's office at fifth grade. Uh, the teacher talked to us on Friday. We were sent to the counselor's office on a, uh, on a Monday, the first thing on Monday. And I felt like going to the counselor's office with the other four people and that person, it helped. It helped because the counselor did a phenomenal job trying to figure out why we were bullying the kid. What provoked us to bully the kid? What they can do to provide a safer environment? So if you are an educator, I, I would recommend sending the kids either to a, a, a guidance counselor's office or some other trusted adult that is really good at handling these types of situations. But according to stopbullying.gov, this is what you should be doing. You should respond quickly. Don't wait a few days, a week, a month to respond because the person may or may not remember. When you, when, when you don't respond quickly, that person who is doing the bullying can go on for days, weeks, or months doing the same thing over and over and over again without any consequences. The second thing you can do is speak to the bully and the person being bullied privately. Have a private conversation. Like I, like I mentioned, the person who is doing the bully, bullying usually does have problems at home. Maybe they have a lack of confidence. I did interview someone uh, for my podcast and she said a lot of times uh, she was the one doing the bullying because she was afraid that she would be bullied for her sexuality for, and for how he, she dressed. So she would be the bully. So speak to uh, the teacher must speak to the person being person doing the bullying privately to see why they're doing those certain actions because it can be an underlying, underlying cause of something that is much greater. And then also speak to the person being bullied. Show to them that they are cared, they are loved, that they are appreciated. To let them know that they are there anytime they need to talk. Because the person being bullied may have confidence issues because of you know, what the other person has done to them. I wish I had an educator back then step in and say, look, I'm here for you. If you ever need a talk, let me know. Um, if you feel like you're going through um, issues in your own life, uh, just let me know or let a counselor know. I just wanted someone to tell me that they care about me. And that's something, sadly, no teacher has ever done to me because I did get bullied in the classroom and the teachers did here. But majority of the time, they never did anything. So if you as an educator has a chance to make a difference because there are bullying going on in your classroom, whether you see it or you don't see it. So you have to keep an eye. You have to keep an eye, you have to keep an open ear and don't let your guards down because once you step in and prevent the bullying, you can actually make a difference in people's lives. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. 
and learn something new. And don't just watch or listen to this video and do nothing. I want you to take action. Either if you're being bullied, maybe you're the one bullying someone else, or maybe you're witnessing the bullying. Take action based off of this video to change things in your life. Maybe to increase your own confidence. Maybe to step in for someone else. Maybe for you to stop the bullying. Do something about it. Because if this bullying continues, just know there, there are people out there being the, going through depression, having anxiety, having suicidal thoughts, even committing suicide, losing sleep, having years of confidence issues. And it affects people. So take this video seriously. And just know that if you have an opportunity to make a difference in someone's life, I want you to take it because you never know what that person is going through at that moment and what the difference and positive impact you can have on that person. If you're not following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me. My uh, handle name is at Shlomo Solson. I give a lot of quick motivational tips. I give a lot of mental health tips. I give, um, stories of my own life that I have gone through. And sometimes I even show a personal side to me. So go ahead and follow at Shlomo Salson. And until next time, peace.